Thanks for downloading this podcast from RNIB Connect Radio. Stephen Wolf on RNIB Connect Radio with Born to be Wild. What an apt song to play for the next young lady I am about to introduce. It is, of course, time to take a look at what's happening in Take a Break magazine. And Hannah Watson joins me from the mag. Hello, Mrs. Wild. <laughs> Hi, Jill. I'm not sure about that. Oh, you are. You are. You Listen, <laughs> you're 30 now. Happy yes. belated birthday. Thank you so much. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago now, so I'm sort of coming to terms with the loss of my 20s. Oh. Um, but I did a big trip to the US to celebrate, so that was nice. Do you know, that sounds incredible. Listen, I'm about to say goodbye to my 30s, so honestly, you're, you're I'm, I'm <laughs> you know, 10 years more depressed than you are. So. <laughs> So don't worry about it. Oh, this is great to have you here. It really, really is. And you were all over America, weren't you? Yeah, so uh, we flew. I went with my boyfriend. We flew into New York. We had a week in New York, then up to Cape Cod, where we just sort of chilled by the beach, and I ate a lot of lobster. And then up to Boston, where I had some friends, and we sort of did some touristy stuff. We went whale watching, saw whales. It was amazing. Oh, Hannah, that just sounds absolutely incredible. I bet you didn't want to come back. No, I really didn't. Um, So, yeah, back to London, back to the sort of miserable grey weather. And then I turned 30, so, you know. (laughs) (laughs) Well, all is not lost because, you know, if it wasn't for you, Hannah, and if you hadn't come back, then we wouldn't be uh, taking you through such an amazing copy of Take a Break magazine, which is, of course, out now. And uh, we're starting off with um, our story today, which is... Stuff Cancer, Let's Party. Um, So this is a story from a lady called Claire. So Claire pulled on her pyjamas and climbed into bed beside her husband, Phil, and she was exhausted. Ever since she'd got up that morning, she'd barely had a moment to relax. She'd got their little girl, Lily, ready for school. Then she'd packed her sons, Jordan and Alfie, off for lessons. And in between making their lunches and doing all the school run, she'd been on her feet all day at the salon where she worked as a beautician. So she was always glad to clock off in the evenings. But on this occasion, she felt even more tired than normal. And she turned off the light and rolled over, but then she sat up and said, ouch, that feels really sore. There was a sharp pain under her left arm where she rubbed. And when she rubbed the area, she felt something. Phil said, what's wrong? And he turned on the light. Can you feel that? Claire said, and she guided his fingers to a small lump near her breast. He nodded and said, we should get that looked at. He looked worried, but Claire said, I'm sure it's nothing. She didn't check her breasts regularly, but she'd heard that cancerous lumps weren't painful. But Phil urged her to make a doctor's appointment the next day. The GP examined her and said, I think it's a cyst, but I'll refer you for a mammogram just in case. It was a relief, but Phil remained concerned. And after the mammogram, he insisted on coming with her to get her results. They were called into a room to see a doctor. And beside the doctor perched on the sofa was a support nurse. And when she smiled at Claire, Claire had a sinking feeling. I'm so sorry, the doctor said, but we're 80% sure it's cancer. Her words hung in silence and Claire focused hard on suppressing the knot that was in her, in her throat. She had a lump in her left breast and one in her lymph nodes in her armpit. She thought about what that meant for her and the kids and Phil and she couldn't hold back the tears. Samples of the lumps were taken for testing and a biopsy confirmed their worst fears. She had not one but two different types of breast cancer. It could only happen to me, she said to Phil, trying to make light of things. But the truth was she was terrified. The disease was already at an advanced stage and she needed 18 months of chemotherapy and radiotherapy. She'd also have to have her left breast removed. 
Whatever it takes, Claire told the doctor. The mastectomy was scheduled for a month later and she shared the news with her family and friends. She told the boys, but she kept things from Lily because she was so young. But one day, Lily said, Mummy, why do people keep cuddling you? She knew she couldn't lie to her, so she said, Mummy has a lump on her boob and the doctors need to cut it off. Lily frowned. They've got special medicine to make me better, Claire said, but it'll also make my hair fall out. She looked at her. No hair and one boob, Lily said. That'll look weird. But despite everything, she laughed. As the date of the operation loomed, she felt overwhelmed by the amount of love and support she was receiving, and it made her want to give something back. Then she had an idea. Macmillan Cancer Support was encouraging women to get together and fundraise for a girls' night in. So Claire said to Phil, I'm going to hold, hold, I'm going to hold a, what can be a little send-off for my boobs. So as well as raising money for a good cause, it was her way of taking back control. She invited a few close friends over and said, bring biscuits, boobs and your booze. But something astonishing happened. Word got out of her little get-together. Things started to spread and more and more people came and asked if they could come along too. She realised she couldn't fit everyone into her house, so she decided to throw a proper party. I might as well let my hair down now, she said, while I've still got some. She booked a hall and a DJ and to her delight, friends and strangers offered to donate prizes for a raffle and an auction. The event became something positive for her to focus on during her hospital appointments. Before long, it was party time. On the night, 300 guests arrived. Claire stood up and welcomed everyone. She said, thank you for coming to my Bye Bye Breasts Bash. Everyone laughed and everyone made donations and Jordan sang on stage while Alfie had his head shaved. She danced with her friends and then cut into a, a huge cake in the shape of a pair of breasts. They had a fabulous night and raised £6,000 for Macmillan. But two days later, she returned to reality with a bump. She went into hospital for her mastectomy, and as she was wheeled into theatre, she dreaded waking up and feeling less of a woman. But when she opened her eyes afterwards, all she felt was total relief. The surgeon came in to see her and said, it went well, we removed three lumps and the lymph nodes from under your left armpit. The medical team had found a lump they hadn't expected, but at least it had been dealt with. Her consultant explained she'd, need, she'd had a small implant fitted to keep the skin stretched until her breast could be reconstructed. We think you should have the other breast removed as well, she said, to reduce the risk of the cancer coming back. Claire paused and said, OK, I want to live. I want to see my children grow up and my grandchildren do whatever you have to do. But first she had to get through chemotherapy. She couldn't bear the thought of her hair falling out. So after her very first session, she said to Phil, we're going straight home and you're going to shave my head. She let Lily loose with the scissors, cutting her shoulder length red bob however she wanted. Then Phil neatened it all up with a razor. As he smoothed away the final strand, they both looked at her reflection and for a brief moment their eyes met in the mirror. He blinked hard and she did the same, but she refused to cry. Then the kids came over and rubbed her new bald head. The chemotherapy made her very ill. There were days when she was very sick and once she collapsed at home, but that wasn't the worst bit. She could take what was happening to her, but when she saw how helpless Phil and the kids were, it broke her heart. After five gruelling months, she had her last session. She went home and cried her eyes out, but she was so relieved. And then came some good news. She'd responded so well to her treatment that she didn't need radiotherapy. Instead, she went back into hospital and had her right breast removed. During the operation, fat was taken from her tummy to form a new chest. And after seven hours, she woke up in more pain than she could have imagined, but she'd never felt happier or more fortunate. She was cancer-free. 
Now she's starting to feel more like her old self. Her hair's growing back. The chemo turned it white, but she's dyed it and styled it into a bright red crop. She's focusing on getting better and cherishing the time she's been given with her family. You never know what's around the corner, so Claire says it's important to make the most of every day. She's telling her story to urge other women to check their breasts regularly for lumps. She didn't, and it nearly cost her her life. Oh, Hannah, do you know something? It's such a frightening, frightening story for, you know, women all over listening to this yeah. because, you know, obviously it's something that, you know, not only women, actually. I, I know a man that had breast cancer as well. So yeah, it's important that, that men check their breasts as well. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's so true. I mean, she's just come out of this incredibly well. And, and I yeah. always think that true bravery is born out of true fear. And I think mm. to, you know, to have that party just before she was about to have her breast removed was incredibly brave and she must have been so scared so well done to her what an amazing story and what an inspirational woman absolutely she's great well listen uh, you're great as well an inspirational (laughs) lady yourself so are you and it's so great to have you on the program it really is it's been far too long since I last spoke to you Hannah Watson so (laughs) thank you for joining me here on RNIB Connect Radio and uh, we shall speak to you again very soon but in the meantime if anybody wants to get the latest issue of Take a Break magazine you can of course go out and buy it but you can also take a look online it's a fully accessible website have you got the web address? yes it's www.takeabreak.co.uk Hannah Watson from Take a Break magazine Thanks so much for joining us here on The Morning Mix. For more downloads like these, visit rnibconnectradio.org.uk slash podcasts.